everyone. Welcome to Amplify Your Impact, where we talk to fast-growing, mission-driven entrepreneurs about how they're growing their businesses and helping others to get results. My name is Susan Leonardson, and today on this episode, I have Danielle Gagnon. She is a search engine optimization specialist and lover of all things content creation. She helps female entrepreneurs grow their business organically and massively through SEO and content marketing. And she's the creator of the Content Cash Machine Bootcamp, which is a five-day mini course that teaches small business owners highly actionable SEO basics. And she's also a fellow podcaster. She hosts her own podcast called Content Cash Machine, where she gives amazing, incredible tips and advice. Uh, basically, it's getting her expertise for free. So go check that out. Um, welcome to the show, Danielle. So happy to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. So um, I want to know for starting off, how in the world did you get into doing what you do? Well, it's kind of a funny story. Um, I, I love to tell this story because it's just so, so random. But back in the day of like 2014, I was like a lot of people. I thought to myself, I'm going to start a blog and I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to make lots of money. Um, also, like a lot of people, it didn't exactly go that way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> pretty much only my mom and my grandmother was reading it. I could barely even convince my husband to read the blog, the yeah. blog I was writing. Um, and then one day, um, I wrote a post, I was a food blog and I wrote a post for a chicken tikka masala recipe that you could make in an instant pot. Um, and I posted, went on my way, like probably didn't go back to the site until weeks later. Cause I was not great at blogging. <laughs> um, and I, when I opened my website next, I genuinely thought that it was broken. Like I thought something was wrong because I suddenly had all kinds of traffic and I was extremely confused. Um, and when I dug into it a little bit more, I saw that it was all going to that one new post and it was, <laughs> it was all coming from Google. And so I had basically accidentally well optimized this post for search. I knew nothing about SEO at the time. I just like, Act, lucked into it really. Um, <laughs> but once I saw that this was possible to just magically get traffic from Google, I was like, well, obviously I need to learn everything I can about this. Cause that's just how I am. Uh, <laughs> and so I started like, you know, watching all the YouTube videos, listening to podcasts, reading tons of blogs, um, doing free trainings. And I just got super, super into it. I was already working in marketing. So I really quickly realized how I could apply it to my nine to five job as well. Um, and I started doing that. And, and then I ended up getting a new nine to five where SEO was a huge part of what I did. And so when I went to start my business in 2018, it was a pretty natural path for me to um, continue offering that service and eventually make it the primary thing that I do. That's amazing. And now you do this, obviously you do this for, for your clients and you work with female entrepreneurs. Is there any particular like uh, industry or like market that you like to work in with them? Yeah. So I, I work with a variety of people, but the businesses I really, really like truly feel fired up about working with our um, local based businesses. So typically service providers serving a specific geographic area. So think like chiropractors, landscapers, um, therapists, that sort of people, they can often have just 
truly tremendous results from SEO. If you think about if you've ever had to find like a chiropractor or a dentist around you, you probably yeah. go to Google and see who shows up and then call them. Um, yeah. and so if, if those sorts of businesses are able to get at the top of Google search results, it is like truly life-changing for them. And that's amazing. And I think they, I feel like they're the ones that can use that help the most mm -hmm. um, because they're, I mean, there's, everyone can use SEO and everyone can use paid advertising. Like everyone can use everything, but I feel like they need, they need the most help, especially right now. And mm -hmm. so I love that you're, that, that you help them out with that. Um, okay. So let's, let's talk about uh, like common problems that people are not doing with their SEO, um, yeah. go into as many of them as you feel like, and then like what little tweaks can they do to, to try to fix those? I mean, to be completely honest, I think a lot of people just aren't really thinking about it at all. I think it's one of those things that everyone's like, I know I should pay attention <laughs> to SEO, but I, like they put it on the back burner or it feels overwhelming. Um, I think even for people who maybe are thinking about SEO or trying to do a little bit of it, I think one of the biggest um, mistakes I see people make or the biggest problems people are having is that they just aren't clear on what their ideal audience is actually searching for. So this is like the foundation of all SEO. It doesn't matter if you follow all the rules for, you know, well optimizing a web page. If you're not optimizing it around phrases that people are actually searching for, then it's not going to do you any good. Um, so one of the things I end up working with my clients on a lot is before I ever start doing like any technical work or content writing or, you know, keyword research, we are talking super in depth about who their ideal client is, what the problems that client has that would bring them to need their service or their product or whatever it may be. Um, and getting just like super, super clear on what this person needs, why they need it, because all of that impacts how they're going to search in Google. One of the examples that I like to use is um, I worked with a chiropractor who wanted to primarily focus on uh, prenatal chiropractic. Um, and she had a good amount of prenatal clients, but she also had a good amount of non-prenatal clients. And she wanted to only have to take the prenatal ones and not have to take any others. And what we ended up realizing was that a lot of the people who really needed her services didn't even realize they needed her. They just knew like their back hurt or they wanted to prepare for a natural labor or, you know, their hips were killing them all the time. And so when we were able to really figure that out and determine what they were searching for, we were able to create content that served them before they even knew what they needed. Um, and that was like really, really powerful for her to really grow her audience beyond those people who already knew about what she did. I love that. That is so awesome. Um, and I think that a lot, like, like we were saying, a lot of people can use this right now. I know that you offer a free guide. So for those that are listening, um, Danielle has a free guide. I'll, I'll let you talk about it, but it is <laughs> called Rank Secrets, 10 Simple Steps to Go from Buried to Number One on Google. So um, give us a little bit of a of details of what that is, what they, what it's going to do for them. Obviously we know what it's going to do for them, but, uh, where can they go to get it? Yeah. So, um, you can go to, uh, it's contentcashmachine.com slash 
frank dash secrets dash guide um <laughs> you can also probably google it hopefully you find it uh, <laughs> but uh it basically it covers sort of like the 10 uh basic things you need to know to be successful at, um, at SEO. So we, you know, we talk a lot about really digging into your ideal clients. It talks about how to do keyword research. So how to figure out what people are actually searching for in Google. Um, it talks about how to then take that knowledge and actually update your content so that um, you can start showing up higher in search results. Um, and so it's it's the basics, obviously, right? I'm not giving it all away, but it at least yeah. gives you the information of what you need to get started um, so that, you know, if you're not ready to outsource it or you want to learn it yourself, um, it's a really good foundation. Okay. So my next question is, um, I work with a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs where they are trying to get things going organically, um, but they seem to be building their business with strategies of someone who's going to be using paid advertising instead of organic advertising. Um, is the primary source of organic uh, traffic using SEO going to include some sort of blog, some sort of place where you're posting regularly? Yeah, I mean, blogs are absolutely super powerful for SEO. I will say it somewhat depends on the kind of business. So I have had a lot of really good success with local based businesses, for example, who don't have a blog. Um, because for that sort of market, it's typically much more focused on like the specific service or the <laughs> type of business they are. Um, but for online business owners, um, for, you know, people who might be providing services online, like copywriters or, um, SEO specialists or graphic designers, mm -hmm. um, when the competition is much wider because you're literally competing against everyone, yeah. <laughs> um, having a blog, having a place to create informational, educational content is, yeah, is super, super powerful. It, that is really where you are going to get traffic. What, what I like to tell people is think of your ideal client and where they're at, like right before they come to find you. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the kind of content you need to be creating. So like for me, I would create lots of content around like thinking of what are people searching for when they're trying to learn how to do SEO themselves um, and create content, you know, answering those sorts of questions. And when you do that, you're able to get in front of people like when they're still trying to DIY it. And then they pretty quickly realize like, no, I just, I just need them <laughs> to do it for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that's kind of, the, you know, lead with value, right. Is kind mm -hmm. of is the strategy there for yeah. good reason. Cause that, then people start to know, like, and trust you. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, I, th I just find it interesting that a lot of people are like, yeah, I want to do organic, organic, uh, traffic to my offer. And yet there's, they're going after these strategies that really aren't, they're not suited for organic traffic necessarily. Mm -hmm. And they're more for paid traffic. And so, um, I love learning more about the organic methods of, of that. And like my, I myself don't have a blog, but I have been, creating a lot of content and posting it on my Facebook profile. Mm -hmm. And so I guess the next step for me would be to take that content and put it somewhere where it lives a little bit longer, mm -hmm. like on a blog and optimize it for SEO. Mm -hmm. Then I could be showing up in uh, searches. 
Yes, definitely. And podcasts help too. So you've got yeah. that covered. I mean, that's <laughs> podcasts are searchable. They are indexed in Google. So that sort of thing helps too. It doesn't necessarily have to be a blog, but <laughs> blogs are definitely really powerful for that reason. Cause yeah. you're just creating tons of content. Yeah. And like YouTube, like, so anywhere mm-hmm. where it's ser- yes. a search engine, um, you can be doing SEO. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be just your website. It does. It can be like anything that is searchable, which is what SEO is. Exactly. <laughs> Engine optimization. <laughs> um, <laughs> for anyone and one who's like, I don't even know what they're talking about. Yeah, we never covered that, did we? <laughs> <laughs> now you know. Um, so that's really, really awesome. Um, so definitely go connect with Danielle. I'm. I want to start asking you more about your uh, business itself. Yeah. So. Um, what, what are you doing? Like, I am going to assume hopefully, uh, correctly that you do these same strategies for your own business. Um, what, what, what else are you doing currently to kind of grow your business? What's, what's that looking like for you? Yeah. Well, um, as you mentioned in my bio, I do have a podcast that's been super great for, you know, just expanding my audience, letting me connect with a bunch of awesome business owners. Cause I do lots of interviews with them. Um, and just give me like a massive bank of content that I can repurpose into blog posts and all those good things. Yeah. Um, so I'm definitely doing that. I am, I am going to, to be starting to blog more myself. I do some blogging, but like a lot of people, it's so much easier to do it for your clients than to, yes. <laughs> to do it all for your <laughs> <laughs> but like for my business, I'm definitely starting to try to focus more on sort of the, the education side of things. So less on the one-to-one services, although I am still doing plenty of that right now. Um, but I'm just, I love teaching about SEO. I think it is one of the most important business skills um, that an entrepreneur can have. I mean, it can just have a truly tremendous impact on a business. And if you know how to do it yourself, you're going to save yourself a ton of money. <laughs> Um, yeah. and it's just, it's just so important. And I, and I love talking about it. So I'm definitely working on some ways that I can start doing some more education, um, potentially like a bigger course down the line, something <laughs> like that. Right now, my top priority is getting a nanny in this house so that I have more time <laughs> to do that. <laughs> yeah. Would that be the, I, I gave Danielle a heads up that I always ask the guests like, okay, what's the, what's the problem you're trying to solve in order to be able to accomplish your next step? So that sounds like that's probably it. Of <laughs> just that's up. a big one. <laughs> That's a big one for sure. I think, um, I like my kids have been home full time since COVID started. So it's been oh my a gosh. ridiculous year and a half almost. Um, but we do, we do have a nanny starting in August. So I'm very excited about that. Um, and that will be life-changing. Um, I think the other thing for me right now, I'm sort of, I know that I want to focus, um, more on the education side of things. And I'm at this weird place where like one-to-one services, I am at capacity and I'm basically trying to figure out like, do I want to add a team member to help me with that? Or do I want to exclusively focus on the education side of things and do away with some of my one-to-one? And I will admit, I do not know the answer yet. It's something I, <laughs> I am trying to work through. I know a lot of people can relate to that for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and this is not the first time we've talked about it on this podcast too. Just some recent guests that I had, we're talking about the exact same thing of like, when you're doing one-to-one with your clients, like there's only so much you can do. You can only bring on so many. And then if you could either go the route of bringing on a team, like more team members, which I have mm-hmm. done and I did not like it. Cause then I was like busy managing the team members and making yeah. sure it was all getting done correctly. And 
it's basically, you know, turning into an agency at that point. Yeah. And then I, so I personally have decided to go the route of like, let's create like a group program, mm-hmm. a group coaching program with a course where I can still do what I do with my one-to-one clients, but in a group setting. So that's, that's yeah. the route I've decided to go down. Um, I think that's, I think that's the route I'm, I'm looking at as well, because I have never had a desire to manage a team. I I've done it in past nine to fives. I've managed people and it was always the most stressful part of my my job. And I have, I have people that work with me now. Like I have a podcast manager and I have a social media manager and I'm, that's great. But the idea of managing like someone working on client work is so stressful to me. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. I think like simple and like, like a small team is definitely manageable. It's doing all of the other things that you don't want to do. Right. It's a totally different story when you start bringing in people to like replace yourself with and like right. do the fulfillment. And it's like, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's really hard to let go of that. And also it's just like, that's, that's the delivery to your clients. Like it has right. to be right. <laughs> and I am a control freak. So that would be hard. <laughs> Yeah. I love that you brought that up though, because I feel like like so many, if you haven't reached that point yet of this problem that we're talking about, Mm -hmm. you're going to, it's like, it's inevitable and you have to make that choice of which, which way do I want to run this business? What is in alignment with what I want my life to look like? Mm -hmm. How much time do I want to be spending in my business? And what do I want my role to be in my business? Mm -hmm. I think asking those questions help us to kind of figure that out. Yeah. What we want to do. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing that with us. I know that's always like a question, a a tough question to answer on the spot. So (laughs) thank (laughs) you for being vulnerable and sharing and letting us get to know you a little bit deeper and, um, definitely go connect with Danielle. Again, that's contentcashmachine.com. That's her website. Um, she also hangs out on Instagram, Danielle Gagnon, is it underscore SEO and, um, content cash machine is the podcast. If you want to go listen to that as well, Danielle, thank you so much for being on the show today. And I've loved this. It's been so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. 